And Father, we have come before you this morning. We are here for you and for you alone. Lord, that you might fill up our cup and make us to be whole. That we will taste no more. That we, O oh Lord, will indeed be your true apostles. Thank you, Holy Spirit divine. As you take preeminence control, that at the end of this world, where we have the God to say, thank you for touching me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning, the Lord is going to do two things. Number one, the Lord is going to restore as many that are willing and are ready to say, Lord, restore me. Make me a disciple that I ought to be. The Lord is going to restore as many that are willing to say, Lord, I have seen lapses in my life. And I come to you this morning and I say, create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit in me. I want to tell you that God is here to do that. Secondly, the Lord is going to draw many unto himself today. Everything depends on you. Are you willing to give all? Are you willing to say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I want to make you my personal Lord and Savior. These are the two things the Lord is going to do today. Praise the Lord. Our topic this morning says, Disciple and prayer. Praise the Lord. And our text is taken from Luke chapter 22, verse 32. Luke chapter 22, verse 32. Praise the Lord. When we come to that chapter of the Bible, or the verse of the Bible, first of all, I want us to really go through this word, disciple. And after disciple, we will go through this other word, prayer. From there, we'll start going down. Who is a disciple? What does a disciple mean? Disciple means original followers of Christ. One who believes the word of Christ. He's teaching and obey him. One that follows Christ step by step. And that is a disciple. One that follows the footsteps of the master. And when your master, even your boss in the office says, stop, you will stop. When he says, do this, you will do. When he says, don't do this, you will not do it. That is the example of a good disciple. Praise the Lord. Now, we want to know what prayer means. We have gone through the word disciple. Now, what is prayer? In my own understanding, I see prayer as our direct communication with God. Direct communication with God. Prayer is the umbilical cord that plugs us into 
his power source. Prayer is the umbilical cord that plugs us, we, the disciple, into the umbilical cord that plugs us into his power source, providing us with spiritual nutrients. Let me explain it again. Prayer is direct communication with God. It is the umbilical cord that plugs you and me. That plugs us into his power source. Providing us with the spiritual nutrients. Of the fruits of the Spirit. Which goes a long way to tell you that a Christian, an apostle, cannot survive without what? Prayer. Praise the Lord. For example, now, this fan, if you remove the fan from the socket, from the switch, it will go off. Am I right? That is what prayer is in the life of every apostle. Another example is a pregnant woman with a baby. There is an umbilical cord that is binding two of them together. It is through this cord that the baby feeds. It is through this cord that you can determine whether the baby will survive or not. Praise the Lord. From this, you will now understand why a lot of Christians, a lot of apostles, though they are born again, but there are a lot of lapses in their life. Why? Because they are not making use of the source of power that has been provided for them, which is what? Prayer. Praise the Lord. It is through prayer that you will be able to tap all the spiritual nutrients you need to run this race to the end. Prayer is not a matter of I want or I don't want to. If you really want to follow the footsteps of Jesus, if you really want to be an apostle, if you really want to say that indeed I am an apostle of the Lord, you must have to pray. Because if you are not a prayerful person, you are suffering from spiritual kwashoko. You will never get all the nutrients you need. When a mother does not eat very well, the baby inside the tummy is not feeding very well. Are we communicating this morning? You see a lot of Christians out there in the world. They don't have joy. They don't have peace. 
they don't have long suffering. Why? Because the fruit of the Spirit is not in them. Because they are not switched to the umbilical cord that binds us and God together, which is what? Prayer. We waste our time from morning till night, more especially women. We talk about fashion. We talk about this. We talk about that. At the end of the day, when we come back from work, when we just do in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, only five minutes you will give to the Lord and you will sleep off. We have forgotten that God has a standard. And his standard can never change. God cannot change his standard because of you, and he cannot change it because of me. When you go to a doctor, the doctor will give you prescription of medicine according to what is wrong with you, and if you don't take it, you will never be healed. The same thing applicable to our spiritual life. Why do we allow the devil to cause us to overlook the most important aspect of our Christian race. The most important aspect. The area that will help us to run this race to the end. And that is prayer. Because this is the only way you can communicate and commune with your father. This morning, the Lord is here to help you and me. Like I said, if you are willing, if you are willing and say, God, I have seen where I have fallen. Restore me. He is here to do it. Your spiritual nutrients. Where are they? Where is your joy? I want to tell you, you can have the whole mansion in the world. But if you don't have spiritual nutrients of joy, you will never be at peace. If you have to have the spiritual nutrients of peace, you will never be at peace with your neighbor. You will never be at peace with your husband. You will never be at peace with your wife. But if you have that spiritual nutrients in every situation, in every circumstances, the Lord will continue to guide you. The Lord will continue to lead you. And at the end of the day, you will make heaven. The people that ran this race before us, the disciples that ran this race before us, somebody like Stephen, whom we all know his story, he was being stoned to death, but he never felt it. Why? Because he was connected to the source of the power of God. And when they were throwing him stone, he was seeing the glory before him. Daniel, the same thing. When there was a decree, Daniel never listened. Daniel knew that without prayer, that he can never run the race to the end. And Daniel, every morning, he would wake up. He would pray. And when he was thrown in the lion's den, he was not afraid. Why? 
because he wasn't lacking any spiritual what? Nutrients. Praise the Lord. Are we getting something this morning? Are we seeing the spirit of God around us this morning? Are we seeing the Lord telling us, my children, wake up? Because I've made everything available for you. Because I have given you the, the power. I've given you the, the chance. I've given you the privilege to come to me every minute and every second and cry, Abba, Father, I am dear for you. But the devil does not want us to run this race to the end. And that is why he is after our prayer life. We know that a prayerless Christian is what? And that is there. That is that. You can come to church and compromise. You can see that, oh, daddy, God bless you. You can finish lying and come here and deceive people. But the foundation of the Lord standeth sure. The Lord knoweth them that are his. You can deceive man. But you cannot deceive yourself. And you cannot deceive whom again? God. The same thing applicable to John the Baptist. We know the story. We also know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Why were they able to stand even when they know that they are in danger? They stood. They said they will never bow down. Why? Had it been that they are in the flesh? Had it been that they have modernized Christianity? They will bow down. They will compromise. But because they tap power every day, they were so strong. They know the God they are serving. They know that He will never leave them nor forsake them. Because they are always connected to Him. It's just like every day after announcement, you will hear, for those of you, that have not registered in the church. Some people, when they have problems, the church will not be able to, you know, identify them because they have not registered. It is just the same way. Prayer is the foundation and the bedrock that Jesus started with. And he extended the same thing to his disciples. And today, we are the disciples of Jesus. We are the disciples of God. And he is commissioning us to pray always. Praise the Lord. I want you to write down Luke chapter 18 verse 1 because of time. Mark chapter 1 verse 35. Mark chapter 1 verse 35 says, Very early the next morning, Jesus got up, went to a place where he could be what? Did you hear the word? You can see it in your Bible. Where he could be alone. Where he could be alone and pray. Praise the Lord. How many times have you separated yourself from your wife? from your husband, from your children, 
and you decided to be alone with God to seek the face of the Lord. He is our maker. Without him, you cannot be in this world. And he brought you into this world for a purpose. And you cannot achieve that purpose of his without communicating with him. It is lack of prayers that has caused a lot of harm than good in Christendom. Because of lack of prayers, the children of God are not sensitive enough. The world is now creeping into the church because we don't have time to pray. We that called ourselves apostles are now going to the world and are borrowing their character. We are borrowing their shoes. We are borrowing their mini gown. Instead of them coming to borrow from us. Instead of, or instead of them coming to borrow from us. We are now the ones borrowing from them. Why? Because we live a prayerless life. The children of darkness are busy 24 hours walking. The native doctor is busy 24 hours doing incantation. Am I right? The white government church people are busy 24 hours seeing vision for people. Extorting money from them. And here we are, the apostles, washed by the blood of Jesus, brought with a precious price. Here we are, relaxing, allowing the glory of God to dry up in our life. But today, the Lord is ever near to pick us up and to help us, as many that are willing to say, Lord, I say yes. Lord, I say yes. Lord, I say yes. Yes, Lord. Are you ready to say yes? Lord, I want to be that which you want me to be. I want to be the apostle that you want me to be. Very early in the morning, Jesus will separate himself. I gave my life to Christ when I was in secondary school. Thank God for the man that mentored me. He called me one day and said, Joma, do you want to go to heaven? I said, yes. And he said, I know you love God with all your heart. And he said, if you know you want to make heaven, if you know you want to live the life of an apostle in this world, you have to pray. It is good to study the word of God. The word is a seed. But if you don't water that seed, it will do what? Die. And that was when I started developing 
this habit of praying. You can develop it. Because the grace has been given to all of us. Amen. And I started gradually. Before I know what is happening, I can kneel down for nine hours groaning. And truly speaking, I will tell you that since I have been living this life of communicating with God, I hardly find myself sinning or insane. I hardly tell lies. Lying is a garment now for a whole lot of people. It's a lifestyle. You do it with wisdom. You can easily do it because you are not really connected. When you gave your life to Christ, you were connected. But you did not water that seed the Lord has implanted in you. And before you know what is happening, you started dying spiritually. But physically, oh, you look so wonderful. Physically, when they call for altar call, no, 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 no. When they call for uh, people that we belong to prayer group, you will be the first to come out. Everything in the church, you are there. But inward you, the gentle spirit is telling you, go back to the landmark. As I going to Camp of Faith or Kigo when my children were small. For those of us that live in one room or two rooms, where you cannot be able to separate yourself and pray. The Lord has made everything available for us. We have Camp of Faith. When you go there, you won't say that money is hindrance. There is a hall. You pay only 200 naira. If you like, stay there for one month and pray. You have room where you pay 2,000. You have one five. You have everything depends on what you want. If you want to eat, there's a place they cook, you pay and eat. If you don't want to eat, okay. If you don't want to go there, you can still look for a place where no human being will disturb you. Where you will not see your wife. Where you will not see your husband. Where your children will never disturb you. Then you commune with your father. If you start this, you will notice that your life will never be the same. There is a kind of sin that you will want to commit. You can never do it again. And you begin to wonder, ah, what is wrong with me? Oh, Sonia Nekubezioku, Obogi Fam Nadin Dwozo, Kama Christ, Nadin Dunime. What is the secret? Because you have connected yourself. Go through the history of the apostles. They never committed the kind of sin that we are seeing 
in this Christianity now? Why? Because they know that prayer, communication with God is the bedrock, is the foundation of Christianity. Learn how to separate yourself. We have 24 hours in a day. Be truthful to yourself. How many people this morning gave God an hour in prayer before coming to church? You wake up very early or late in the night and you commune with God. How many of us? But when it comes to office work, when it comes to networking youth, you will spend one million hours in networking. But you will give God only five minutes. I want to tell you. I and you will give account of how we used our time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When it comes to networking, you will use all the time to do it. When it comes to going from one friend's house to the other, it's a hobby. But when it comes to communing with your father, it will be a problem. I want to tell you that is a stronghold the devil is using. Remember, narrow is the way that leads to heaven. I want to tell you this morning that heaven is free, but not cheap. Write it down. I said heaven is, is free. You are not meant to pay one naira. But the same heaven is not cheap. You will work out your what? Salvation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When I repented in my secondary school as a youth, I attended the Doriva Secondary School. And I said, as I continued to pray, I found out that there was no fellowship in Ido River Secondary School. And as I continued praying, the Lord laid it in my heart to start up a fellowship in Ido River Secondary School, which I know, by the grace of God, is still in existence today. And we called it Young Christian Association. Praise the Lord. As a youth in this church, what have you achieved for the Lord. What have you achieved? When you pray always, you will hear from him. He will tell you hidden, strange things, mighty things which you know no. I am rounding up. The stronghold against our prayer life, which I know I've been able to point out some. The flesh. The flesh. You will want to pray. You will look at time. Let me sleep a little. I will pray. Before you know what is happening, you will sleep and you will woke up the next morning. Lord, I thank you for this morning as I'm going to walk. Lead me. That is not the life of a disciple. You have not communicated with your master. Because in that office, hey, 
You now find out that you spend five, six hours talking nonsense. The flesh. The Bible said that we are in the world, but what? Not of the world. Do not allow any man to deceive you. (laughs) The God of yesterday is still the God of today. He cannot change you. Neither can he compromise. No, 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 no. Now, even better than prayer, you are not even praying to help God. You are praying to do what? Help your... Help who? Help yourself to run this race to the what? End. There was a day we had meeting in our office. And the woman that called the meeting was like, this person, I know you will do this person. And when she comes to my son, she said, this drama. <laughs> I don't know what to say about you. In fact, if they can give a human being 100%, I think I will do that. Because sometimes I begin to wonder if you're a human being or not. I say I'm a human being. I've never seen you gotten angry, but I have seen several offenses that come your way. And I was watching them. And at the end of the day, I told them that my secret is prayer. Before I come to office every day, I do sleep by one or two. There was a woman that called me one day and said, please, which product do you use? I said, ah, product, I don't understand. There, is it sweet, sweet guy? Is it a... No, I don't call him their name. It's me, I don't know now. I said, ah, I don't use anyone. He said, yeah. oh, your skin. He said, yeah, my skin. It's very fresh. What's the secret? I said, it's prayer. Huh? The one was like, Ah, which one? I said, I renew my strength every day. And the spiritual controls the physical. Before you know what is happening, that spiritual loyal in me will come out and nourish my flesh. That when you come out, and when I come out, people will begin to wonder, which product do you use? Praise the Lord. Number two, praying with unforgiveness, unforgiven spirit. Matthew 6, 15. You pray with unforgiven spirit. You dine with your fellow apostle with unforgiven spirit. And you think you can deceive God. No. Forgive us our as we forgive, praise the Lord. Number three, praying with doubt and unbelief or unbelief. Number four, praying half-hearted. You are praying. Your phone is there. Yes. Let me just pray. But my phone is there. 
I'm expecting somebody. He said, he called me by 5 o'clock. He said, he called me by 6 o'clock. And we had a contract of 1 million. Now, your mind is there. You are praying. Do you think that God can answer you? Is God an author of confusion? No. Praise the Lord. There are things I want us to note down for those of us that are writing. Note this thing. If your prayer life is inconsistent and weak, so will your relationship with God be. That is just the truth. And that is why the Bible said that the last day, many people will come unto him and say, Father, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. And he will tell them to do what? He will tell them to do what? I don't know you. I want to tell you that God, can, that God is using you is not a ticket to heaven. Are we communicating this morning? It is not a ticket to heaven. When I repented newly, I know I am among those that was running away from the gift. Spiritual, the spiritual gift. What I was after at the initial time was the fruit. Because I know that when I have the fruit of the Spirit in me, it will never cease. That is number one. Number two, Prayer is not primarily about what we can get out of God. No. But what he proposed to do in and through us for his purpose. Write it again. Prayer is not primarily about what we can get out of God. But what he proposed to do in and through us for his purpose. Note this one again. If Jesus and the early church spend much time in prayer, what makes us think we can do less? God's requirement and standard have not changed and never will. This is a foundational requirement and a changeless spiritual principle. Finally, what do we gain through effective prayers? Number one, your relationship with him will become much more real and personal. I am a witness of that. I know I have a personal relationship with God. I know I see Him. I know I feel Him. I know I hear Him. Because I devote time to commune with Him every day. Each minute of my life. Each second. Even when I'm walking, I walk and walk and walk. Any minute, anywhere. I will just go to an empty room and commune with him. Two, your ability to clearly hear God's voice will rise dramatically. 
when you live a prayerful life. You don't need to go to visioners. Foromo vision. Boru mamuma. Kedondi nachum. Kamchuwaha. You don't need it. When you pray, when you are connected, when you become a true apostle, you will hear his voice clearly. Three, you will experience far greater power to withstand trials and temptation, which we all know that Jesus experienced this. If not because Jesus was living life of prayer, communing and communicating with the Father always, will he be able to die? Will he be able to die the death of a, a even a criminal? Have, have not died that kind of death. Am I right? But because he communes with the Father always, he was able to withstand the trials and temptation that was coming his way. People around you are not meant to know what you are passing through if you live a prayerful life because you will always have this joy like a river. Joy like a river. Joy like a river in my soul. I've got joy like a river. Joy like a river. Joy like a river in my soul. For the spiritual power of your life will increase greatly. And lastly, as you learn to effectively pray for the lost, you will see many people saved. Going to evangelism is very good. But if you don't learn how to pray first and commit those souls that you are going to meet into the hand of God, it will not be very effective. But when you bring out time to pray, when I say pray, you pray for others with groaning. Lord, this person is a sinner. And I don't want him or her to perish. When you finish praying and go out there, the Lord will begin to honor all the words that you have said. Shall we rise up this morning? I'm going to pray for two sets of people. Like I said, God told me that he is going to visit two sets of people this morning. You know yourself more than I do. I know myself more than you do. Do you truly want to be an apostle? The first set of people that I'm going to call are those that have given their life to Christ. You know truly that you have accepted the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior. But along the line, 
you left the place where God kept you. You left the place where you're supposed to be getting your spiritual nutrient. And you decided to go to Egypt, knowingly or unknowingly, to borrow cucumber and carrots. The Lord is here to restore you this morning. If you are among this category of people, sometimes you find yourself lying. Sometimes you find yourself in one dirty habit or the other. I will not call two times. Come out this side. The church prays for you now that you do not fall apart anymore in the name of Jesus. And when you are restored, strengthen your brethren. Strengthen your leg parts. Strengthen the areas that are in lapses. Church, can you stretch out your hand towards these ones and pray? Those who say, I gave my life to Christ. I started on this path, but I have fallen away. I have also been weak. And not only for them, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for each one of us. Our Father is speaking. We are not hearing. He says, call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things which you have not known before. He says, the attempt of Satan every day and every hour is that you will not make it. You will be powerless. You will remain weak. But in the place of prayer, you will not fail. You will be strengthened. And when you are restored and strengthened, you will be a strength, a help to others. A disciple living out and looking out for others. And the lost as well. So as you pray for these ones here, and the ones out here praying for yourself, pray for yourself. And our friend who says, I want to give my life to Jesus, ask him, Jesus, I come to you. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. I repent with all my heart. I surrender my life to you. Forgive me of my last and my past. And make me a child of God. Let the power to be a child of God be in me. Is me, is me, O Lord, standing in the need of you. Is me, is me, O Lord, standing in the need of you. It's not my brother, he's me, he's me, O Lord, standing in the need of you. He's me, he's me, O Lord, standing in Father and our God, we pray. We pray with our hearts. We pray with all our being. And we come here again. And we say for this one standing out. And for everyone who is in this congregation. Whose hands are been hanging weakly by. And whose knees are trembling and wobbling. They have not been strong in the place of prayer. 
We have rather been weak in the affairs of life. We have blocked our ears. We cannot hear you. We lose direction. We cannot receive nutrients. Lord, our power is gone and we are weak in the face of affairs of life because we are not connected to you. King of glory, times without number, we are confused. And what is the next thing to do? Lord, the fruit, the character of the Spirit is much missing in our lives. All because we have not been attuned unto you. Almighty God, today we come at the gap and we say forgive us in the name of Jesus. Lord, strengthen us in the place of prayer in the name of Jesus. Strengthen us to always be in the place where your love and mercy can reach us. Our lives, O God, turn them in and out again. That there will not be a block in our communication with you. Father, in those areas, little foxes that have blocked up our lives. Little pleasures, little comfort. And Father in heaven, the pursuit of other things. And rather than the supreme communion with you, we ask, O God, that they drop today in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we ask that you will reconnect us to you as we make up our minds to truly seek you and find you in the place of prayer. In the name of Jesus, may these our brethren remain at their watch and not tire. They will pray always and not faint. The spirit that brings intercession and brings a communion with you and brings an impartation from you will be upon them now and will never dry in the name of Jesus Christ. With all their heart, they will be raised up instruments, intercessors, men and women of grace in your hands and in you for reckoning in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, the rest of us, we ask you, plug our lives again. We bring ourselves to you. We wonder. We are beaten to and fro. We go like sheep without shepherd. We are scattered. Affairs of life quickly put us off gear. We do not know ahead of time. All because we have not prayed. Father, we appear forsaken and depressed. Challenged and buffeted about. But today, Lord, as we pray, may we not fail anymore in the name of Jesus. May we be strengthened in this area of communion with you. That ahead of time, we will know. We will decide the day. We will go with you in going out. We will come back with you in coming in. In the name of Jesus, you will put us ahead of others. And Father, we will receive strength and strengthen others as well. And plug the gap of righteousness. And set the temple where we are. Thank you, Lord. As you return to us and restore us and give us, Lord, knees that are searching and give us hearts that are yearning and remove from our lives every of the cobweb that prevent our communion with you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And Lord, for your son, we'll commit him unto you. Repeat this prayer after me. Let it come from your heart with conviction. You believe with your heart unto righteousness. And you confess with your mouth unto salvation. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you. You love me. You gave yourself on the cross for my life. I come to you. I realize I'm a sinner. I come back. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Let your blood shed on the cross avail for me. Make me a child of God. And forgive me my trespasses. Write my name. 
in the book of life. Thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, as many as receive you, give them the power to become your children who were born, not of flesh, not of blood, not of the will of man, but by your power. Lord, let that change in your son remain permanent in the name of Jesus. Let the old pass away. Let all things become new. Let the power and the reckoning and the plugging in and communion with you begin in the name of Jesus. Let him be a walk with you till eternity. Use him and hands upon him to remain mighty unto the end of his lifetime in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for the rest of us. Father, oil our lives again. King of glory, oil our lives again. And as every one of us, Lord, comes back to the place of prayer, as true disciples, may our lives truly make power and influence around us in Jesus' name. May our lives commune with heaven and receive of you day to day, minute by minute, hour by hour, in the name of Jesus. May we be refreshed in the place of communion with you. Almighty God, thank you. As you so do, and heal us. And make us instruments in your hands for mercy and grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for your daughter. Strengthen her. And continue your testimony and walk upon her and her family. And provide every way to for her to make it to eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone say amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs>